Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden. Ah, well, thanks a million for tuning back into The Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q102. Hope you're having a good morning. A couple of weeks ago on the show, we had Johnny McPherson from Emmerdale on. He plays Dr. Liam. And we put it out on our podcast and I have had it you know, shared it on Instagram and stuff like that. And it has been huge success. I like, I knew that Emmerdale had a big fan base here in Ireland, but like, I couldn't believe it. So many people messaging and commenting and stuff. And it's still up on a podcast. If you do want to listen to it, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. Just search for Q102 Weekend Buzz. But because it was such a success, we had to dip back to the Dales and see if there was anybody else that was free for a chat. So I caught up on Zoom with Natalie Ann Jameson, who plays Amy Wyatt. I chat to her all about 
life in the Dales, about taking over the role, about heading to Belfast for her first scenes and loads and loads more. So have a little listen here. I love the pink hair. Thank you. I got it done about two days ago. Just lockdown, you were like, let's do something different. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, last lockdown, I did like, you know, when everybody dyed their hair pink and I was like, oh, I want pink hair. And um, I played with like a, a one that goes in and out and I quite liked it. And then um, I asked at work, I was like, do you know who I think would like pink hair even more than me? Amy Wyatt. <laughs> so yes, now I've got pink hair. It's great that your character is actually a bit of crack, a bit of like, she's a bit bold, so you could get away with that. Exactly. How are you keeping, how is lockdown down there in the UK? How is it? Yeah, well, because we've just gone into it, like, I mean, absolutely fine. But at the same time, I woke up this morning and because I kind of knew everything was closed, I was like really itchy. I was like, oh, everything's closed. Like, I didn't even have anywhere to go, but I was just like, oh, do you like get up and go somewhere? But there's nowhere open. But I, I really wasn't going anywhere anyway. It's just a state of mind, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you just like the thoughts that you know that you can't go anywhere. It's like I actually really needed something from that hardware shop or wherever. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. So, and this time I don't have to stop working either, which is fantastic. So, yeah. really, nothing to complain about. Like I said, just being like, oh, I could really wish I could go somewhere that was closed. No need at all. No need. <laughs> it's so good that you can still work though, isn't it? And that makes such a huge difference. It's amazing. Yeah, it is going to make such a huge difference um, because it's just been set up at work since we went back after the last lockdown. It's like one of the safest places to be. And when we walk in that building, you know, we're never closer than two metres to anyone. We've like it's just all set up so safely that when when you're there, you just feel safer than anywhere else the way that it is. So um, I was I was like, hopefully this time we won't have to uh, close and we don't have to this time. A lot of businesses are getting to stay open. And I think um, for people like me, it's great to be able to actually go to work. I know some people don't like going to work, but I love going to work. So, uh, yeah, it's really good. How did you keep How did you keep yourself like motivated, entertained, all that kind of stuff in the first lockdown? So in the first lockdown, um, we did a podcast. Um, yes, so- I saw that. Yeah, so I did a podcast um, with my partner and so we, on a Saturday, we run a, a school for kids, um, a BQA, Bowling Quake Academy. On a Saturday, they come and train, do acting and film and TV and musical theatre. Because um, we couldn't open that, we wanted something, um, you know, just to keep them inspired and so that we could keep in touch with them in a way. So we were like uh, checking in with them on Saturdays and doing quizzes and games and things like uh, like everybody was doing but yeah. um for the the side of it where we thought you know like just because it because it's a little bit of a setback especially for those who are old were hoping to go to drama schools and colleges and universities and things like that and we were thinking you know the only thing that this is that's different to like the rest of the life is that it's one giant setback for us all at the same time but actually in life kind of we all get set back in this industry anyway so we thought well if we talk to everybody about their journeys and we'll say how different everybody's journeys into the industry were anyway then that'll give them an idea of you know like it's just a little setback but you, you will move on from this and and going forwards you can still do whatever you want to do you know um, while it all seemed like we couldn't do anything so that was the general idea about it and then it, yeah it was just brilliant chatting to everybody about their how they got into the industry and also um different things that people do in the industry like I, I do acting but then like Anthony Costa started in blue and then went through to musical theatre and stuff like even though he he started kind of doing the things the kids do 
like after school clubs and weekend classes things like that like so we've all just been on such different paths it's been yeah I loved it it was really interesting I suppose yeah for actors like they're you're used to kind of setbacks and obviously not pandemic sized setbacks but no <laughs> you could often be at an, in- an audition where you think this is it I have it and then it's like no all the time you have to have such thick skin if you if you want to do this as a job um, because yeah and it could literally be something like you know like we, we loved you but we we wanted the girl that didn't have pink hair like, I, I usually yeah. wouldn't have pink hair <laughs> in fact that's a brilliant thing like of, of, of having a character on screen where I've been I've never been able to do anything like this in my life to have pink hair and I'm so excited <laughs> because yeah you don't get that many castings through for pink oh I guess there's probably a lot more these days but um, yeah I've always kept myself like looking like so open just in case a part comes along and stuff there's a lot of things that I guess we don't do in life that we might really want to deep down but we think oh I'll just keep myself open in case a casting comes in or a casting might come in and you are about to go on holiday and you cancel your holiday or change the dates or something like that and there's some huge sacrifices that go hand in hand with this business yeah yeah oh look I imagine and it's this kind of that weird thing of going like you get a job and it's for three days but is it for three days it could be for three months and you're kind of like I can't plan ahead until I know for definite yeah that's exactly it and um you've got um things like people's parties coming up and you're like yeah I'll be there and then at the last minute you're like I'm so sorry I can't come but everybody tends to understand you know so like you have played Amy now since it'll be nearly two years since I started when Amy came on screen it was March um so it'll be two years in March since I came on screen when I went to Belfast because that was your first scenes when you were able to leave the country you're able to go to Belfast (laughs) I know it seems like uh it seems like such a long time ago that we were allowed to do those things (laughs) but yeah we did Um, I loved it in Belfast it was amazing I had never been before me and my friend were going to go back to Belfast because my friend was like oh I really like it in Belfast and I was like I'll come it was great there and then we've never had the opportunity to go (laughs) it was must have been weird because you know you were starting out as this new character and yet all the Irish fans would have recognised you know Paddy and everybody else that's there they're like wait what's happening Right, so when we came to Ireland, um, and yes, like Paddy and Marlon, um, it it was like I had come to Ireland with the Beatles. People (laughs) are crazy there about Emmerdale. It was the best thing ever. I was like, what is, I was like, is is this normal? Is this how it is all of the time if you go out with people from Emmerdale? And they were like, not quite this bad. (laughs) Yeah, people went crazy for them. It was amazing. Well, you know, we don't get to see the likes of Marlon Dingle around here all the time, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, you see. And yeah, I can understand. I'd go mad if, if, if I saw Marlon Dingle walking down my street. <laughs> That's you every week now on set. You're like, Marlon. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's Marlon Dingle. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like Amy had been played by someone else before. So like you had to kind of take over this role then and be like, OK, make it my own, but also still kind of be her in a way yeah absolutely so that's a it's a really difficult thing but at the same time um it, 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 it 
you're kind of expecting it. So you, you just think from your own point of view, if, if, I, if I'm invested in something and then the actor change, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to look at it like that and think, well, essentially this person's grown a whole new head and a slightly different personality. So <laughs> you, you need a little bit of time to get on board with that. And um, I could understand from that point of view how everybody would feel about a, a character, um, a, an actor playing a, a character. Um so yeah, I was kind of prepared for um, for people, um, you know, wanting the old Amy back. Fine, but then also so many people are like, "Yeah, I love new Amy," and you're like, "Oh, I hadn't even considered that bit." That people would people would be like, "Woohoo!" Like a new like that 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 would be the positive side of it as well. And actually, the producers are very much uh, if if they're recasting with it with a new actor, they're very much like, you know, like we we trust that you've got some elements of the character we've cast you for a reason there's things that you share in common great but please take the character in the direction that you that you wanted to go in and um you know along with the writers you know it'll not it'll not be exactly the same as Amy was but that's a good thing that's that like that's a positive and run with that so yeah it's an interesting thing to do for sure it's one of those things though it happens so much in soap that if you ever watch soaps you're so used to it that after maybe like six episodes you forget what old old Amy or old character looks like like I think in Home and Away they had two Flynn's and they looked nothing like each other and it wasn't even like there was much of a gap where it was maybe like a month and I remember being like I'll never get used to this guy and now I can't remember what the first one looks like so that's just what happens (laughs) and were people saying to you when you first started taking up like when fans are meeting you were they like new Amy um, yeah, new, a lot of people say uh, new Amy. Yeah, um, I guess as well though, um, because of the amount of time that laps that has lapsed in between, like me and Chelsea playing the part, mm. there's probably quite a lot of um, new new fans as yeah. well. You know that they, they actually have known the character before because um, there are quite a lot of like young people as well that watch Emmerdale and and people that have got into it like within the past few years. So. It, it, I think it was about three years gap between me and Chelsea playing the role. Whereas there has been characters that have been recast within like a couple of months or something. So that must be far more difficult. <laughs> yeah, well, de- definitely. You're like, um, okay, I've completely had a face face surgery and I look completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you would have had a lot of new fans that maybe just started watching during lockdown. Well, yeah, there is that. Yeah, and and we're on BritBox as well. I think so. You can. It's not just like um, in the UK and Ireland mm. where where you can see. I think you can see Emmerdale all over the place because I do get people get in touch with me from America and things like that, which is crazy. But um, I'm like, can you understand us? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, um, I think that there probably was quite a lot of people in it. it interesting time to start watching as well because we went all out of sync didn't we because we were obviously usually on six episodes and we cut that in half so some of the things that were planned to land on certain days didn't quite land on certain days yeah but actually like how often do does that just happen on tv anyway i mean i watch halloween simpsons most of the year round you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) i was watching christmas episodes of new girl during the summer so like it's fine (laughs) exactly 
it's not really too much of a problem. We can stretch our imaginations that far. But yeah, it'd be really interesting to see anybody that came on board then when it was like the the three um, three eps a week, and if they've like if they've now become like hardcore fans watching six eps a week. Yeah, well, I imagine there is because like you know if you think about it, you know yourself what you were watching over lockdown and you binged all the TV box sets, and then anything that's new, I get excited about. I'm just like, oh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I don't care. It's a gardening show? Sure. Oh, I love things like that. I love anything about gardens, antiques, uh, game shows, like daytime TV. I I love daytime TV. It's my thing for sure. (laughs) Well, I think I've watched every episode of The Chase that ever ever was made <laughs> I think I have as well and then um, but the terrible thing is that I'll be watching a repeat of the chase and I don't know all of the questions and I'm like this is yeah. bad I've already seen this <laughs> I yeah. should know the answers <laughs> or I get an answer right and I think I am brilliant and the answer is usually like who is Beyonce's daughter and then the next question will be something actually hard and I'm like I can't get it right but I think I'm brilliant because I got the Beyonce question right (laughs) yeah I was thinking that the other day I was thinking because I'd love to go on something like that and I was thinking do you know when you're sitting there and you're going oh I'm really good at this and you think do you know what you're not really good at this you're just you're just adding up how many that they got wrong that you got right if you did it vice versa you're actually much worse than they are (laughs) (laughs) they do always do like episodes uh, Celebrity The Chase and stuff like that so you could be on that then yes yeah I'd love to fingers crossed to get to do that one day because I think it would be loads of fun there was an Emmerdale one on recently it was really yeah. good to watch yeah, yeah yeah I saw yeah that's what made me think of it I was like I knew I watched something with Emmerdale and the chase I was like oh yeah so that could be you next time yeah and Paddy was on it wasn't he Dominic yeah. he was very good I suppose it opens Emmerdale is opening up other doors to you then while still giving you like a, a, a proper job like a weekly job you can actually do other things that you would love like that stuff like that Oh, stuff like that would be amazing if I could do stuff like that, especially, you know, if it was like something like an Emmerdale special. So you're with a team of of your castmates and stuff like things like that are kind of they're they're like dream jobs, really. If it's like I'm just going to me and all my friends are just going to go off and do this together. (laughs) That would just be lovely. Like that was that would be a great perk of the job as far as concerned. Yeah. Well, I imagine that being just being on the show was a perk and like for you being a young actress and getting a job that's, you know, regular, that must be really actually like it's rare. It's it's brilliant. It's not like a little short stint on something. Oh, it really is. Um, when I got this job, it was um, it was just before Christmas, a couple of years ago, and uh, I hadn't told anybody in my family that I was auditioning and uh, I went back home to Newcastle for Christmas and saw me mum and me auntie and a friend and me auntie especially um, and me grandma who's not here anymore though um, massive Emmerdale fans so I was so excited to tell them but I hadn't I hadn't said to them that I had been auditioning at all because well like we were talking about earlier you know we do we do audition a lot and we have to be very thick skinned and we have to get used to nose so usually uh, well I had got to that point where if I, if I was auditioning and stuff I wasn't really telling people everything that I was auditioning for because then you just have to keep them updated as to how things are going is it a yes is it a no and you don't want them conversations all the time no. so I just yeah, just don't tell people what I'm auditioning for and crack on and then if it's something like a, a good piece of news then it's something exciting to tell them and this was a really good piece of news so yeah I told them that I had got the job on Emmerdale and they were all really excited and screaming and um, my boyfriend was secret, secretly recording so my mum was giving him evil eye like what's going on I think she thought we were going <laughs> to 
going to say we were having a baby or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were absolutely over the moon. Um, and then, you know, again, with with things like Emmerdale, to get a, a regular character for um, like a young actress, it's amazing just to, just to be able to go and learn your craft and work with incredible actors um, on set and just, you know... I, I've learned so much that I, I couldn't learn if I was a guest role on a drama or, you know, like just popping in and out of things or or in a theatre production because it's it's like a completely different skill. And yeah, it's just been invaluable. And to be there like more than one year as well is just like, yes, I got yeah. to stay. <laughs> and it's also like it's a pandemic where there's very few things filming. There's no theatre, you know, very little. Everything's been postponed. So you're like oh my God, I actually have work to go to do, especially now, lockdown too. Oh, yeah, for that, I do feel so, so lucky because, I, yeah, I, I would usually be, you know, um, self-employed, maybe in a theatre job or something, something that would have to close because there would be an audience there. So I do feel really, really, really to, lucky to be on this job at this time. That, um, yeah, I, I can't count my blessings enough for that. So what do we know that's going to be, what can we you know, hint at what's coming up for Amy then in the next few weeks. Welcome Heard rumours of romance. Well, um, yes, uh, in the new year, uh, Amy is going to get a new love interest. Mm. So I'm excited for her. I think she could do with a little bit of love in her life. And if anyone's listening, they, they like to send your podcast, where can they find it? Uh, so you can get it um, anywhere that you would get your usual podcasts. It's called the Adlibbing Podcast. And um, there's, I think, 13 episodes available. So catch up with them. Natalie and Jameson there, or Amy Wyatt in Emmerdale, as you may know her. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down how life changed for them the, for good and bad and so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.